Today's sponsor for TFE is brought to you by Amazon's Audible.com service, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio. Welcome everybody to TFE Radio Trinidad episode 6, Together We Aspire, Together We Achieve. As many of you know, especially if you're Trinidadian, that is the coat of arms of Trinidad. Together We Aspire, Together We Achieve, and I'm your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro, as I hope that we together can aspire and achieve. For Saturday, December 5th, 2020, this is three days from my birthday. I turned 42 years old on Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. Of course, you know the year, but I'm just going to say it anyway for continuity purposes. But I am your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro, and thank you and welcome for joining us once again for another episode of All Things Trinidad and Tobago. I hope that everybody has been keeping safe, sound, happy, healthy, and staying wealthy with knowledge and know-how. And we are going to kick it off with know-how that I strongly encourage every week on this show. And that know-how comes from Faye Ann and Bungie Garland. They created a platform to help create, to help Caribbean creative, say that fast, three times fast. Bungie and Fayan have created a platform to help Caribbean creatives. I will read to you the article coming straight from looptt.com. I was very fascinated and I wanted to start off with some positivity this time as I had started last week's show talking about some negativity with racism and how we do not treat our own with any kind of respect and love. As I am pulling up this article here. This article is actually from December 1st, four days ago. Fayan Lyons, Alvarez, and Bungie Garden today unveiled plans for their new platform, Shrending, at a press conference held at the Cas- Cascadia Hotel. Also in this photo, if you see the photo in the article, is Senator Paul Richards, a representative of the Gillette Group of Companies that has partnered with the Soka Stars on the project. The article goes as following. Again, this is from looptt.com. In an effort to assist artists and creatives in the Caribbean, Soka artists Fayan Lyons Alvarez and Ian Bungie Garland Alvarez have created a platform to showcase their talents and provide them a means to earn an income. Sharending is a colloquial play on the word trending, is the name of the platform in which we be developed as a website and platform. Speaking at the social media launch of the brand on Tuesday afternoon at Cascadia, or Cascadia, excuse me, 
I said Cascadia. <laughs> I probably have food on my mind right now. Casca- Cascadia Hotel. I can say that three times fast. Lions Alvarez said they looked at the landscape and realized with no carnival next year, the industry has been severely impacted. Oh my God, no carnival, eh? Just to think about that in itself is something. Oh my God. I mean, we didn't have Carabana down here, but it's nothing in comparison to not having carnival in Trinidad because that is what you live for if you're a Trinidadian. Again, if you want to get away... You know, whether you live in the country or you are trying to come into the country to enjoy Carnival every February. Oh, my God. Anyway, quote, it basically signals a a halt in your work, your income, and the way you are able to take care of yourself, your families. And there is a ripple effect to, to it that a lot of people did not consider. Every artiste you see there is a bunch of people that support that artiste within their particular skill and know-how and their particular craft, unquote. She said, noting that artistes are supported by nail techs, makeup artists, stylists, graphic designers, caterers, band members, managers, and songwriters, among others. She said, while many artistes have been using social media platforms to showcase their work, Monetization remains an issue, particularly as this region has not been afforded the opportunity to fully monetize some of these platforms. Sharending, and it has a nice, cool-looking logo with a play button in the middle. It's sort of a, a black and gold color. Sharending will support not just artists, but all creatives through quality live shows on the platform where they are not subject to time restrictions, get access to venues to film shows, and possibly sell their merchandise and products. Lyons Alvarez said that the content will only be limited to the creativity of the people and will encompass everything from pan, chutney, and caso, performances to to comedy, food, and fashion. Very cool. She said the platform will function in a similar way to a promoter who puts on an event and charges a cover fee to the patrons. She said they are in conversation with the copyright organization of Trinidad and Tobago, which is the COTT, to ensure copyright issues are addressed for the virtual space. Bungie said that the idea is also to root out and present content and information that have not been publicized before. Lyons Alvarez stressed that while the platform originates in TNT, it is open to the entire Caribbean. The idea, this is quote, the idea is to bring the Caribbean audience together so when one person uses the platform, you reach a wider audience and you are not just limited to the followers you have on Instagram. There are tons of artists every single day with the dream of being successful, being an artist, being a songwriter. And we aim to help foster and keep that dream alive, unquote, she explained. For those who want to work with the platform, Lyons Alvarez said contact information will be posted on all social media platforms. The first phase of Shrending is the launch of the social media platforms, which will be used to give the public insight into what creatives are doing and to promote artists in the absence of carnival fets and events. The second phase will be the launch of the website on December 28th, and the third phase, the launch of the app on January 15th. Sharending is being developed in conjunction with the Gillette group of companies who have lent their media, website, and app building expertise to the project. 
Bungie said that the project is the culmination of three months of discussions and the idea is for it to be a home where the creative industry could put all of their work in the same way iTunes and other platforms have provided a home for content. Quote, for years in the Caribbean, we never really had a home per se. We always lean on those other residences around the place. We have an opportunity that we are trying to make and build and make trending a home. Unquote, he said, noting that they could have just done something for them. He added, we don't think anyone should be left. Excuse me. He added, quote, we don't think anyone should be left behind because this whole creative industry in Trinidad and Tobago and the wider region too has done a lot, invested a lot, not only to be respected, but all that time invested, we can't just let it go into the wind, unquote. Find shrending on the following platforms and then it lists a number of links, uh, including www.facebook.com slash on trending uh, slash 102437798378560 instagram on trending that's o n c h r e n d i n g snapchat at on trending excuse me if you hear any noise in the background it's my live audience excuse me on snapchat on trending twitter on trending YouTube, you can find them on YouTube as well, and TikTok. And, of course, that sounds super interesting, super cool, super, super forward-thinking. I have checked it out. It looks really nice, really cool, really well put together, really well thought out. They said that this was three months of discussions. It looks like they put a lot more time into this. It looks really amazing. I hope that and I hope and I encourage all of you who are interested in a platform like this, if you're living in the Caribbean, in particular, of course, Trinidad, that you check this out. I am really highly, highly, highly interested in seeing how uh, Bungie and Fayan really work this and how they really uh, continue to develop it. As I said in a moment ago in the article, December 28th is the launch of the website. And the third phase, the launch of the app on January 15th. Be sure to check out Trending. I like how they have Trending, as they said in the play on words of Trending. And they add a C-H at the beginning of it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I almost think that the C stands for Caribbean, which I think it would should be. But um, anyhow, I have very highly encouraged this type of thing this type of entrepreneurial spirit every week on this show. As you know, if you've been listening to me talk about it on nauseam, I talk about how I would like to see more Trinidadians like Bungie and Fayan, you know, do entrepreneurial things, or you just the regular citizen, the regular national of Trinidad, regular resident of Trinidad, especially if you live in Trinidad to get out there and put your content out there, whether you're doing a cooking show, whether you're a, a female model, a male model, you are a businessman, an entrepreneur of some kind, if you're an influencer, if you do any kind of public speaking, you speak about positivity, if you're a fashion designer, if you are doing uh, anything that involves entertainment or sports, much like myself, or if you're doing a podcast, or if you're doing... Um, a YouTube channel where you talk, uh, it's a lifestyle channel, a gossip channel, 
Uh, you're talking all things Trinidad and Tobago related, like myself, as I do with this show, um, which I still haven't really seen anybody talking all things Trinidad and Tobago, but uh, I guess I'm a bit of a trendsetter from what I've been told and what I've seen. So this is a trending moment for Fayan and Bungie. Good luck to them. All the best. I will be checking it out. I definitely have a vested interest in seeing uh, if this could be possibly open to. And I, it would be a very cool idea to have it open to everyone who is of Caribbean descent. It's directed to Caribbean people, uh, in particular Trinidadians, from abroad. Uh, Canada, the United States, the UK. But looks like right now it might just be available for just Trinidadians and um, people living in Trinidad, excuse me. I people living in the Caribbean, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, I have a certain number of websites that I'm interested in. I'm going to add this now to my list, as I actually already have, to keep an eye on and see if it will be opened up to individuals like myself, because I've always looked for a platform. Either I've looked for it or I've wanted to start it, and I think eventually I will start one of my own in which it will encourage the same thing I'm telling all of you, and that is if you are Trinidadian, especially if you live in Trinidad, you know, join my website and, you know, provide that sort of platform, you know, to get yourself over, to get your talents over, you know, and uh, Fayan and Bungie have definitely done that. They've sort of beaten me to the punch, so to speak, but uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see where it goes and we'll see how successful it will become. I think it definitely will be. And I'm sure that with their industry connections, especially in the uh, the Soka and uh, the Soka um, and Calypso a genre of music that they can pull together a number of big talents to help endorse support and to help um you know spread the word and 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 pass it along to everybody in the the the, the caribbean and of course the world i'm sure that michelle montano and chinese laundry and everybody else will be a part of this at some point that would be really cool to see uh, again, the unity that I spoke of last week when I was speaking about Trinidad and its racism issues, I hope that that unity uh, bleeds over into big projects like this and we can all come together and really show, again, what this world has been missing and the beauty and the creativity and just how we can actually think outside the box as Trinidadians, especially if you live in Trinidad. You know, we're not stupid people. We're very smart people. We're some of the smartest, if not the smartest people on the planet. Not to say that anyone else is, is, is not smart. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm here to represent Trinidad. You know, if you have seen my social media, which a lot of you have, you will see that I have basically have birthed the name TNT. That is Toronto and Trinidad. You could see that I am trying to fuse the two. Of course, it's more specifically Canada and Trinidad, but Toronto is the aim and the goal and the mecca, you know, to add that extra, add that T into the TNT. It is Toronto and Trinidad, and it is a uh, somewhat of a metaphor, uh, a double entendre, so to speak, of what um, I believe is going to be an explosion of creativity, an explosion of positivity, an explosion of bringing positive awareness to Trinidad as we definitely need it. As you know, I, I told you, I talk about this every week, including especially last week was a bit of a, you know, I had to get into some of the dark so side of things, including, um, 
you know, not just the racism, but again, you know, um, I believe it was last week. Yeah, the the good, the bad, and the ugly. The 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 good, of course, when I talked about the um, what is my favorite Trini food, uh, you know, the food, the Trini food craving of the week, you know, and then of course I had to talk about the the bad, which I had accidentally put my uh, friend in the hospital when I lived in Trinidad when we were playing and of course the ugly which was all the crazy news stories I read out and you know as I've been talking about the racism um, you know a week or two ago <coughs> excuse me that um, you know we, 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 we we've got to bring a light of more positivity onto the wonderful beautiful island of Trinidad and Tobago so I hope that this platform that Bungie and Faye really 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 helps to spark that creativity that change that much needed unity and we could do away with racism and we can come together as a collective astronaudian people and work towards a common goal like the godfather our ships must sail in the same direction and i hope that we could do the same thing with trinidad and i would like to start something myself eventually as well and as i was saying i would really like to start something um, the, you know, and, and really sort of test the market and see how many uh, of you wonderful Trinidadians, fellow Trinidadians, you know, especially if you live in Trinidad, to get involved with something that I would possibly do and hopefully do eventually to provide a platform such as this one. Uh, my platform would be a little bit different, but I would get into that as time goes on. But, uh, you know, we got to do away with racism. we got to clean our own backyard up first before we can start to criticize or say anything else about anyone else. You know, as Trinidadians, we always have to be more responsible for what we do. We are a small, tiny island. But at the end of the day, as the old saying goes, you know, we are few, but we are many. Believe that shit for real, for real. So anyhow, I hope that again, all of you have had a great week. And you have all been staying safe. Unfortunately, there is a rise in cases, uh, COVID cases. But, you know, we're going to get over this. We're going to get past everything. And the borders open up. And you will see your boy showing up in Trinidad, having a great time, living it up. And, you know, I could be back home with everybody and uh, having, um, you know, just a wonderful, wonderful time and a wonderful vacation, a wonderful visit. And, uh, you know, I would like to obviously drum up some business, too, in case I didn't make mention of this when I've been talking about coming back to Trinidad. You know, it would be my first vacation in 23 and a half years, which Trinidad was the last vacation I had back in August of 97. You know, I'm long overdue to visit my family, and I know they are, everyone is getting very antsy and getting very, very hostile and very uh, lethargic right now because, you know, we're all looking for things to change and change for the better. And unfortunately, because of all the bad stuff that's happening, you know, all over the world, including Trinidad, you know, we have to be a bit more patient, but we will get there. I am very confident we will get there. Like I said, Trinidad is the most beautiful country on the planet. That is my opinion, and it's my show, so I'm going to say it, so whatever. <laughs> but um, I hope that everybody is staying safe and everybody is getting a lot out of listening to the show. Again, you don't have to be Trinidadian to listen to this show. I say this every week. But if you are Trinidadian and you want a little piece of home through my eyes and through my perspective, then this show is definitely for you. But um, having said that, 
I again once I once again applaud uh, Bungie Garland and Feyan for um, taking a step forward into the future and trying to help brand and create stars and artists and and uh, just people who are going to be of great influence you know that are of Trinidadian descent especially you know if you live in Trinidad and you're Caribbean I'm looking forward to seeing what this platform does I hope eventually at some point I could be a part of the platform create my own platform and I want to see more entrepreneurial spirit again I'm going to end the show saying the same thing before we get off the air here I want to see more of this creativity that Bungie and Faye are sparking that change and sparking that that light in all of us to go out and do something special and uh yeah that's it i would like to see more of this and i am very very excited and happy to see what happens with this particular project shredding but we tfe radio trinidad must be back after a word from our sponsor amazon's audible service we'll be back after these messages for our second segment TFE Radio Trinidad, Episode 6. Together we aspire, together we achieve. Fayan and Bungie are definitely going for that. Amazon's Audible service is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio. That's www.audibletrial.com slash TFE Radio and get started today. And welcome back, everybody, to TFE Radio Trinidad for episode six. Together we aspire, together we achieve. For Saturday, December 5th, 2020, is our third and final segment. Excuse me, our second segment. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Our second segment. And this is where I talk about when I lived in Trinidad, January 1987 to forever. This is part five this was life in trinidad life in trinidad for me when i was eight years old uh it like i have mentioned before it did take me some time to get used to but ultimately i slowly was getting more and more used to living into in in trinidad and living uh you know being a part of the culture there because again it's it's almost night and day when it comes to uh, life for Trinidad and life in Toronto. I um, it, it did take me some time. It did take me some time to get used to. As I made mentioned um, a week or two ago, I did get into uh, making friends at school and around the uh, around the neighborhood, the village, including you know my friend Junior. And he ultimately, if you heard last week, the week before show, you would know that. Uh, a little incident happened between me and him, but I was making friends. Um, I don't remember everybody who I made friends with. I know a lot of people I ended up making friends with was people that were amongst my stepfather's family and also um, uh, like family friends that knew my mother and certain members of my family for the longest time, even before I was born or somewhere around when I was like a real 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 
real, real young little guy. So, um, friends aside from that, I didn't, I don't remember who else was my friend, but I remember I had more than, I had more than I probably bargained for being that I was so shy back then. I was still adapting to everything. I mean, obviously, you know, I, um, I had to stand up for myself where I needed to, where I was able to. Uh, except for that teacher that was terrorizing me in school before that my stepfather had to come and basically put her in her place. Uh, like I said, she's probably like 150,000 years old now. But anyhow, um, you know, I used to have baby chicks when I was living in Trinidad. And this was um, a gang of baby chicks that I had. Uh, mostly, they were really at my my um, my stepfather's parents' place. And this is where I had met my cousins for the first time, my younger cousins, and we used to play and stuff together. And they, they used to have like quite a bit of um, uh, toys and things of that nature and things that was, was sort of like making me fascinated. Now, not a lot of them were brand name toys, and that was always the difference. There wasn't a whole lot of brand name toys that I could get accustomed to living in Trinidad because a lot of it was like no name type of stuff, you know, brand name type of toys like that I was used to, like the Transformers and wrestling action figures and GI Joes and, you know, um, comic book superheroes, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all of that stuff was not, uh, it, it was not um, readily available in Trinidad. It was either knockoffs or it was, you know, no name, as I said. But uh, I eventually started to get used to things. You know, I had my own brand name type of toys. Uh, you know, for the most part, it was given to me for Christmases and birthdays and things of that nature. Um, but I was getting used to things. I was getting used to how things were a little bit different, if not a lot different, living in Trinidad. And when I used to go to uh, the mall, I would go to the mall, the big one, uh, which all of you know, if you do live in Trinidad, it was Gulf City. And that was an experience and a half. I got a chance to go there, try out KFC for the first time, Trinidad version of KFC. I would go with my uh, my mother and my stepfather. I would go with, give or take a few other people. I don't remember who else I really went with, but I, that's what I started to get my uh, my wrestling magazines. And I I I was very much I I <laughs> I was very much um, getting used to. Um, Maybe not having as much access to the things that I was used to living in Toronto, but you know, by hook or by crook, eventually I was getting these things that uh, I would like and I would enjoy and need. But it, you know, it, it 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 was definitely a different experience. Like I said, you know, things were a little bit slower to get to Trinidad, but you know, in the terms of the my love for wrestling, I very much was kept in tune because of my uncle bob which was um which was a part of my stepfather's uh family and he was a wrestling fan big wrestling fan i think he was probably in his maybe his late 20s or early 30s if anything like that by the time i was eight years old and he really kept me abreast of what was happening in terms of wrestling he would bring all the tapes because you know they would there would still be the this cable the satellite um you know and and uh, things like that that would uh, keep him updated and keep people who were wrestling fans in the late 80s 87 in particular you know in the know and you got a chance to have uh, go to the uh, the video store or the whoever and get 
you know, uh, VHS tapes of the the most recent wrestling, including commercially uh, commercial bought wrestling tapes. Um, and again, I don't want to get too too much into the wrestling stuff because this is a Trinidad show. But you know, wrestling and Trinidad go hand in hand because Trinidad has nothing but wrestling fans. At least from what I remember, when I used to go to Trinidad to visit, and not to mention when I used to live there, which is what I'm talking about now. Um, there was, uh, you know, I remember when there was WrestleMania three, WWF WrestleMania three, the big WrestleMania that was. Uh, Allegedly, well, we later on find out it was a combination number, but it was 93,000 plus people in Pontiac, Michigan, in the Silverdome, and Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. I remember they made the announcement over the radio, you know, play working in my stepfather's garage along with my friend Junior, working on uh, play. Uh, fixing up cars and stuff like that they were making the announcement over the radio that there was going to be uh this big wrestlemania or there i remember the announcement after it had happened that uh you know hulk hogan had defeated andre the giant for all these people i was like what and then i would catch as much of the tapes that i could and try to catch as much of it on tv as i could it was mostly nwa wrestling funny enough that i was getting the wwf stuff i would be getting mostly from my uh, my uncle bob and he would bring all kinds of tapes from all the different wrestling promotions at the time so my love for wrestling was starting to grow and grow and grow even more and most of all it continued because again, I thought, you know, living in Trinidad, I was going to be really behind the eight ball when it came to wrestling and keeping up and maintaining that, uh, that of many of my passions that I had at the time, horror movies, things of that nature. I was getting a chance to still um, get a taste of back home, you know, living there uh, in, in my aunt's house, living in Trinidad and getting a chance to sort of catch up with, you know, a few horror movies and definitely the wrestling um, whatever I could catch on TV or the tapes my Uncle Bob would bring. And then, you know, like I said, going back to the baby chicks that was at my grandparents' house, I would be spending a lot of time there, you know, with my cousins and everybody there that was in that house. It was a lot of people that chook up in that house, I remember, but it was a very nice house. I had baby chicks there, and I remember they were such, they were the cutest thing, cutest, cutest thing. And you would pick them up, and they would, you know, be like nervous, uh, like nervous, um, they'd be like nervous picking them up and they were like they would poo poo on your hands and stuff like that but i mean they were so cute they were constantly chirping 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 and uh i just remember going to sleep at one point one night and i could hear them chirping i was hoping and praying that they were okay and that nothing would like get in there into the um the little cages or um the little um uh, what do you call it the little chicken coop type of thing it was like a big giant house for these baby chicks or the boxes that we would have them in or whatever the case they would be living in and be feeding them that nothing would get in there and, and harm them and for the most part i was lucky because nothing got harmed my baby chicks and uh, you know i love them i think that you could say that that was unofficially my first uh pet or pet set of pets and um you know, it's a little fond memory of being in Trinidad, of course. Uh, my room, when I was living in my aunt's place. Now, again, for those of you who are not familiar and you haven't been able to catch up in this particular brand of show, uh, my aunt, my mom, myself, and um, my stepfather would live in my aunt's house. 
Uh, she had just lost her husband not long before we had actually moved in with her. Now, the idea from what I remember is that we were not supposed to live there forever, but we were we were trying to get settled in. Remember, uh, my my um, my experiences living in a house was like null and void. You know, I had always visited, you know, my um, my sisters and brothers' father at their house when my sisters were living with their father and my brother was living with their father as well but there was be moments where um there'd be moments where i was still getting used to being in a house but i remember that my room in particular was um was the first room excuse me was the last room in the hallway not the first room the first room was actually my from what i remember You'd walk down on the left would be the first room on the left was my mom and my stepfather's room. Then the next room, I believe, was my aunt's room on the same left hand side. Then it would be mine at the uh, the last room straight away. So it wasn't particularly on the left, but it was like straight away. The way it was designed was a little, a little, uh, a little bit different than I was um, used to seeing visiting people's houses, like my my siblings when I would go to visit their sister and brothers, which were more like my sisters and brothers than anything because we grew up closer in age. But I remember it was uh, then on the right hand side, which was. Then sort of like my room was the last thing that you seen if you go straight down the hall. Then it was the kitchen, then it was the dining room, and then it was part of the living room. So I remember just spending a lot of time in my room when I wasn't, you know, being made to do my, my homework. Because again, living in Trinidad, you know, education was the most important thing, especially if you were growing up. And it was a lot more stricter than you could possibly imagine. Like I said, I used to get beats at school if I wasn't getting anything right. It was that one particular teacher had made mention from in uh, different episodes and just a moment ago that used to basically just beat my ass. And eventually my stepfather came in and dealt with that and that stopped and she became the most incredible, sweetest teacher to me all of a sudden because my stepfather put the fear of God in there. But anyhow, I spent a lot of time in my room when I wasn't picking up my books, picking up my lessons, and learning my times tables and all that other jazz, I was uh, just sort of enjoying whatever I was able to bring with me, which was quite a bit of my toys. I had quite a bit of my toys and my action figures and whatever else I could spare to bring to Trinidad, which was quite a bit. It was quite a bit, and I was just enjoying it and just pretending, and it was kind of sad. I remember now that I'm speaking about this, it was kind of sad because I was thinking, like, man, you know, like, uh, like I'm literally pretending that I'm in Toronto again, and my friends are around me, and people that I was friends with in my old building there that we had just come from, and and just just pretending like everyone was there when I was really just alone. You know, yes, I did have friends. Yes, most of my friends were were family. Like, I come from a small family in Trinidad. And then the rest were, like, my stepfather's family. So, um, you know, th those were really my friends now that I come to think about it even more as I'm talking to you and telling you about all this. But my sisters, uh, my one sister was writing to me at one point. Um, and then 
I really wasn't hearing from anybody else in Toronto. Of course, my friends were too young to know how to write and communicate with me as I'm living in Trinidad. But uh, my friends that I did have in Trinidad, I, I like I would just remember it being f- like family from both sides, mother and stepfather. And that was pretty much it. I spent a lot of time alone. I remember I had gone to sleep at one time, one point, and um, you know what? Well, I had gone to sleep at one point, one, one this one particular moment, and I remember being w- awoken by my stepfather, who just sort of like came through the door, and um, I dare say he was inebriated, but he had um, he wanted to go and take me and my mom to KFC because that was the big thing back then was, you know, at night, you know, everybody would go out to KFC or be outside and living it up and whatnot and, you know, uh, drinking and having little fets here and there, little partying and all that stuff. And so he was like, all right, let's go to KFC. And we went to KFC. We had some good, delicious KFC. I had a good time. It was cool. That happened a few times. Um, all else... I mean, and that was on a weekend. That was like on a Friday night, as of, uh, as I made mention. So Friday night, um, Saturdays would usually be, you know, at home. For the first part, the earlier part, watching wrestling, and give or take, it would be going to like the market, or it'd be going to one of the malls in particular, Gulf City. You know, it, it, and you know, if there was any homework that needed to be done, do the homework. But Saturdays were pretty much my day off. I remember that from going to school and doing anything school-wise. Sunday was basically just preparing for school and then having the usual Sunday nice dinner or, or lunch or whatever. If there was wrestling or my Uncle Bob would bring wrestling tapes, he'd always keep me company and we'd always hang out and spend time together. So I was basically left alone to just chill with him and not have to worry about my stepfather getting on my case about doing homework or anything like that. It's funny because or even my mother. Uh, it was funny because even my mother used to beat me back then too. You know, a good old-fashioned Trinidadian, West Indian upbringing. But I remember, and I still tell this joke to this day, how my mother, um, I think I'm, I think my mother was upset with me about something, obviously. And she didn't just beat me for no reason. Mind you, she could have. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, she, um, she went to beat me with a, um, with a spoon. I think she was cooking or something, and I think I was being bad or something. I know I, I wasn't. I most likely wasn't being very, uh, very nice. And I was being a little mischief. And my my stepfather was. I think he was in his garage, you know, with his workers or whatever, and they were fixing cars. You know, the usual thing. You know, taking orders, doing all kinds of stuff that they needed to do to run the business. And my mother was cooking. And it was just me and her there upstairs. I don't know where my aunt was. And then my mother took a spoon and she went and she went to um to basically give me a lash on my um I think my shoulder and the spoon broke. It was a wooden spoon. It broke and I actually started I'm eight years old, mind you. I started to laugh at her. I was like, haha, I go ahead broke and I didn't feel anything. Now mind you, I was a little terror when it came to outside of the home, but inside the home I was a mute. But my personality came out at that particular moment as I was laughing at her and she didn't even skip a beat. She went, she picked up a slipper and she hit me and I still ended up crying. So (laughs) it was something else. Now that I'm older, I can laugh about it. Now I'm like seven foot five compared to my mother. You know, she's like four foot zero now, but anyway, um, 
you know, it was just, it was funny at the time. But I remember I did take my licks. I did take my beatings. I did take my licks, especially. I took my licks in two different countries for my mother, both in both in Toronto and Trinidad. But that day I thought I was being slick with my mother. But, you know, I was getting used to life there. and But I just, you know, it it it, it was like, you know, going to school and just basically getting into the routines of things. And, uh, you know, the usual picked up in the morning, dropped off and, you know, playing with Junior, playing with whatever friends I had around the village, still meeting, you know, family, friends and things of that nature. Some of which I have made mention um, a week ago or, or a week ago or so about, you know, um, people from my aunt's side that were, um, like I said, my aunt that lives in uh, the west side of Toronto right now, um, you know. But I mean, I was getting used to life. And to be honest with you, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't remember how it happened. And I don't remember exactly anything else except for my mother telling me that we were going back to Canada. And you know what? I'll stop it there. Because we want to keep this going. I literally don't remember what happened, but my mother coming to tell me that we are moving back to Canada. But like I said, I will leave it there. I will leave that right there. I will be back after these messages for our third and final segment to end off this show. This is TFE Radio Trinidad, episode six. And that was when I lived in Trinidad, January 1987 to forever, part five. Let's just say that we'll call this life in Trinidad. And how I got used to everything. And while it took some time, I still was pining to go back to Canada. Even though I had made friends, I had slowly but surely started to adapt to life and culture in the motherland. But like I said, we will end off there to be continued. Part six will be next week where I will continue what happened after I was told that we were moving back. To Canada. A word from our sponsor. We'll be back after these messages. Why Amazon's Audible? Amazon's Audible content includes more than 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Be sure to use our unique URL at www.audibletrial.com slash TFE radio to get started today. And welcome back, everybody, to TFE Radio Trinidad, Episode 6, our third and final segment. I did get it right this time. I am your humble host and narrator, James Strength Navarro. Thank you for staying with us as we're going to put a nice little bow on this pack of currents roll. Because that, I just gave away, is my Trini food craving of the week. I'm going through the previous weeks and the cravings I was having, and I'm like, I did not put currents roll. Currents Roll is my favorite Trinidad snack, pastry, whatever you want to call it. It is something that is very rare that you could find in any very rare to find Trinidadian joints down here in Toronto. Like I said, there's not enough of them, let alone Currents Roll available. Now, of course, if you go to maybe an ACR Heart Rotian Doubles, or you go to maybe a Drupati's, or you go to this... Maybe, uh, you know, maybe my local one, 
they rarely ever have it though but Antworth roti uh, it's very rare that you get good fresh currants roll now if you do not know what currants roll is let me put it to you this way it's basically like a a sliver of of pastry it's like um it's uh, how do i put this it's almost like uh it's almost the size of like a, a small baby's arm pastry like it's that size or it could be a little bit smaller but it's uh, it's more of a thin like lengthwise pastry uh, it is very crusty on the outside it's very soft and chewy on the inside it has obviously currants inside of it which makes brings out the sweetness in it uh, it's made with sugar and butter and uh, milk and all kinds of stuff uh, of course the currants are very prevalent it is made with a bit of spices here and they're not too much depending on how you make it really now if you want to see how you can make it of course i will refer you to just check a, uh, a youtube video or two of some of the favorite youtubers of mine that i watch that are trinidadian again you know who they are it's chris de la rosa from caribbeanpot.com he's made his own version Taste of Trini uh, has made her own version. Uh, Trini Cookie with Natasha has made her own version. And I'm sure you'll find some other videos out there on the YouTube, on the interweb, where you could find out how to make currants roll. But it is one of my favorites, and it's something that I had grown up eating when I used to live in Trinidad, where I never forgot it, when I came back back in 95, and then up until uh, my last time being there in 97. We we're always getting it, always, 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 because everybody knew I love currants roll. Everybody loves currants roll. If you are a red-blooded Trinidadian, you love it. You love currants roll. And whenever the bakery truck would come by, when we would used to stay with our family friends there, that um, you know that bakery truck come by, we would hold them up for as long as humanly possible and buy all kind of pone and cassava, and you know all kinds of stuff. But it was always the main staple was currents roll like those three trips that i had taken from march of 96 to august of nine uh, july of 97 we were there for a month until uh august of 97 you you could be rest assured that we were holding up that bakery truck coming in through the village there in kuva that was that was our jam we would hold that place up you know whoever they would they would be traveling that traveling bakery truck and we would hold them up and we would just like make sure we're buying as much currants roll as much pastries as much little delicacies as as humanly possible and we were always waiting patiently and we always knew when it was certain trucks that were coming through you know what i mean but when it came time to pick up that 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 sort of that radar we had on the bakery truck you knew which was which truck was which obviously but that bakery truck was never something we missed and i would get all kinds of currents roll even to this day uh some of the family members that i used to stay with are still sending me uh currents roll and still sending it back with like my aunt from the west side of toronto there by lakeshore um it's 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 a must even some of those her same family family which we call family friends and i had grown up with and i had met and known since i was eight years old living in trinidad they would bring currents roll or they would send it back with her and uh you know anybody who goes to trinidad basically i would get currents roll out of 
uh, that visit or that return back from Trinidad. So it is one of my favorites. I never get tired of eating it. I have posted it up on social media a number of times whenever I get my hands on it because it's such a wonderful, blissful thing to eat. I could down a whole bag by myself. I mean, I'm a big guy. I mean, now my eyes are bigger than my stomach. I could probably, if there was like five in a bag, I could probably eat maybe two. Or maybe, uh, yeah, maybe two. I'd say two at the most. I can't eat any more. Um, I'd be lucky sometimes, actually, if I could even make it through one. Because they are so, so thick and so, like, scrumptious, so delicious, so hearty. Uh, I would say they're too rich. You know, chocolate cake, depending on how you prepare it, could be really rich. But they were just just a, enough richness. But it was very, very filling. And always what would go down good with it would be a good cup of Ovaltine, because that's how I used to eat it when I was living in Trinidad. A good cup of Ovaltine or Milo. Or I would drink it with, like now that I live uh, back in, in Toronto, obviously for most of my life since 87 when I lived in Trinidad, a glass of milk would be fine. Um, you know, that would be cool. Uh, rarely would I drink it with anything else sweet, like a... Um, Pierre Drax or a Chubby or, you know, or Solo or something, which we do have here, obviously, because we, you know, Toronto is a little Trinidad here as well, but um, a glass of milk would definitely go along, uh, go down good with a currants roll or currants rolls, uh, depending on how many you eat. So that is my Trini food craving of the week. Currants roll, I was like, I can't believe something so simple. I did not actually have you know, throughout the weeks, I was having all these actual dishes and stuff, but that is my food craving of the week because I'm like, man, I, I, to be honest, as I'm recording this, I don't even remember the last time I had currants roll, to be honest with you. It's been some time. I think it's been months now, if not longer. Uh, I think maybe when I had taken my, uh, one of my best friends to ACR hot, hot roti and doubles in Scarborough, I believe we had gotten currants roll from what I remember. I remember we might have, I, I would have to check back the pictures because I did put the pictures of that up on, uh, or at least a graphic, uh, a collage as they call it, on Instagram of when I had taken my, my ace there to ACR Heart Routine Doubles. It was our first time, both of us going there. And I believe I did get some currants. But anyhow, it's something I'm craving now as my birthday is coming up. I hope I do get my hands on something, you know, like that. Uh, again, there's nothing like it, so I'm hoping I would get some uh, some currents roll going for myself, or at least for my birthday. If not, maybe not too long after. Um, I, something I'm kind of craving on the side of that too is uh, pear drags, as I make mention of it a moment ago. I am craving some pear drags. You know, it's it's uh, those of you again who do not know what pear drags is. It's basically um, it's a very fizzy. Fizzy, very fizzy uh, sweet drink, a.k.a. Uh, soft drink, which literally tastes like pear, like a pear, P-E-A-R. Um, excuse my pronunciation because I might sound like I'm saying something else like pear, like pair of shoes, but pear, it really tastes like a pear, a pear. Excuse me. See, even I'm getting mixed up here. It literally tastes like a pear. And it tastes so delicious. Again, I posted pictures of that on social media, including when I've got it from Omotis, uh, Danforth Roti, to be more specific. Again, we call it Omotis. But I love 
pair of drugs like you would not believe a whole bottle of itself is like you could get drunk off of it even though i don't drink anymore i stopped drinking 18 years ago over 18 years ago this september 10th but um yeah currents roll pear drugs those are the cravings but it's really right now pear drugs is the added but currents roll is something i'm very much craving i could good for i could go for a good one piece one little slice of currants roll right now. That would just, man, my mouth is watering thinking about this. I think I should probably close off this segment in the show right now. <laughs> but anyhow, I go back and fantasize about my currants roll. Anyway, that's it. Uh, I'm done. This is the show. Uh, not too long, not too short. Um, we, I think I've talked more than enough about everything Trinidad related for now. Uh, I hope that you will join us here next week for our seventh week in business here of TFE Radio Trinidad and the TFE Radio Network. I hope you enjoy all the shows under the banner. TFE Radio Uncut and Uncensored, TFE Radio Trinidad, this very show, TFE Radio Wrestling. And of course, if you want to donate for those of you hardworking Trinidadians and Caribbeans, West Indian people, my fellow West Indian, my fellow Trinidadians, Please do so. You could use our Amazon's Audible service link. Our anim- you get yourself an Amazon Audible service going, as you heard throughout the show and all the commercials. You could use the www.audibletrial.com slash TFE link, our customized URL, so that you can help us uh, you know, provide more entertainment and more content and get you more thinking and you know all the things that we have uh, for you to listen digitally and uh, have... Uh, more tangible items and things of that nature that helps us out goes strictly back into reinvesting into my company TFE we are funded by you the people it also uh, will give us an opportunity to provide better content better higher quality production of this show and all the shows under the network and everything else that we got planned and coming up as well and not to mention if you would not want to get yourself the Amazon Audible service going, even though you can get a free audio book download for the first 30 days. And even after the 30 days, if you do not keep the service, you get to keep the book regardless. You do have access in those 30 days when you're trying it out, your Audible trial, you have access to almost 200,000 titles. And we are trying to get ourselves an Amazon Audible channel going for this podcast. So we're waiting to see what happens with that. I made the mention of us being now a part of Amazon Music last week. We are on the podcasting platform of Amazon's music section. Um, Canada, the United States, uh, excuse me, Canada will be uh, added. Trinidad will be added eventually as well, where Amazon Music will be made available. But right now, the six countries through Amazon Music that we are available, as I made mention last week, is United States, the UK, Germany, Brazil, Mexico, and Japan. And even if you're not listening to us on Amazon Music, we're all over the place. 60 plus platforms, iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so much more, including, of course, where it all starts with our literally our anchor, a double entendre, a metaphor, anchor, where we our show is uh, our headquarters and online. And of course, it gets pushed out to all the other platforms. And then all the other platforms after that get pushed 
to receive our shows. So we are all over the place. You can check us out all over, including if you are not able to uh, help us out with the Amazon Audible service and you don't, you're not interested in that, we have another way you can donate, which is using the www.paypal.me slash TFE Navarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O. The money goes directly to me and my PayPal account. And then, of course, I will uh, then uh, appropriate those funds to um, everything TFE related and JN Enterprises. And if you're not able to monet- like help us monetarily, then you could also just... You could also or always, either or, whether you can help monetarily or not, you can join us on Amazon, excuse me, you can join us on Amazon Music and all the other platforms, as I mentioned, by liking, sharing, subscribing, downloading, and not even in that particular order, whichever order you prefer, you can spread the word, spread the positive gospel of TFV Network and the TFV Radio Network, excuse me, and uh, social media. You can join me at TFE Navarro on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram. That's T-F-E-N-A-V-A-R-R-O. You can join my company on social media as well. You could start by using the itsmyurls.com slash TFE Worldwide in which you can check us out online and everything, including these links that I'm mentioning. You can check us out on that particular link. Or you could just go directly to the following links. TFE Worldwide on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and The Franchise Entertainment on LinkedIn. And that's it. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us this week for TFE Radio Trinidad. I am so happy and glad and delighted that some of you have donated, that you have joined us on social media, that you've shown your love, you've shown your support, and you are all giving me nothing but positive praise and feedback for speaking out against the racism in Trinidad that unfortunately still exists, for speaking about certain individuals that are part of the problem and not part of the solution. I greatly appreciate the love and the support from you, my fellow Trinidadians. Thankfully, you are treating your own with respect, such as myself, and we continue to do so. We continue to keep this show rocking and as positive, 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 positive as positive can be. And of course, like I said, this is the good, the bad, and the ugly about Trinidad. And like David Rudder says, welcome to Trinidad.